The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. We also use some loud music sometimes just to blow your ears out. Sorry about that. I, oh, I was looking at several things and I knew the countdown was going and it all ran together. And so I apologize again. Sometimes that happens with appreciate music and doesn't. And I apologize. So bear with me there. Uh, glad to have you here this morning. If you'd like to call in, you'd like to leave a comment or a question or something. The number is open 803-619-9855, 803-619-9855. Uh, as Bradley says, you know, instead of people wanting to take shots at you in the chat, call up. Look, I'll have a conversation with you. Uh, but I'd love to hear from you if you want to do that. Um, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face is made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and there on the left side of the page, you'll see Bradley's show from yesterday. Uh, click on that and you can watch it up until 3 p.m. Eastern at which time he'll be live in that area right there. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got there, and then look for the rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Uh, you can uh, click on that and join us in the chat over on Rumble. we got a lot of friends over there this morning. Good morning. See, good to see you guys. And uh, again, sorry about that. Yours over there. Um, <clears throat> while you're over there, be sure to subscribe to the channel. It's Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel, and uh, we're also live on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. We appreciate Michael and his team giving us a spot over there. Back to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Be sure to sign up for our email newsletter. That's right up under where we're streaming live. If you're on your uh, computer, then uh, just sign up for that. That goes out once a day. It's all the articles we have, including the morning show archive. And uh, you'll get those in your in email inbox late afternoon, early evening. Okay, so be sure to to check that out. All right, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Okay, all right, I've got a couple of things, and then we're going to get you know into the uh, the topic here. A couple of news items. Now, you guys probably heard about this guy, LeBron James. Now, I don't know what there was. There was apparently some kind of YouTube thing that went around, or whatever. My kids that name. I don't I don't watch any of these sports anymore. Uh, I never, I never was. I, the sports to me is not spectator. It's you're involved. If you aren't playing, I don't want to watch it. Um, 
interesting to me that men will sit and watch uh, not only the the football and stuff, but like tennis. Tennis. You'll watch tennis or the guy hit the golf ball. You know, I mean, it's just I don't get it. I got better things to do with my time. I'd take a nap would count more valuable than that. Anyway, uh, you guys probably saw this with uh, LeBron James's son, 18 years old, cardiac arrest. Hmm. You think Bronny had the shot? I bet he did. I bet he did. I bet he had the shot. I bet, you know, no doubt about it that probably his dad has had it too. This is also some good news. In Idaho... Uh, there was a city that went in and made some arrests of the pastor and I think some other people who were meeting for church. They got a three they got a three hundred thousand dollar settlement. Why? Because a U.S. district judge would not dismiss the case at the request of the city. See, they persevered through it and they got the victory. So all is not bad. It's just, man, we've got to look high and low to find the stories where there are the victories. And there are victories, and that's uh, that's great. That's great. $300,000 for their rights being violated. Now, I don't think that's real compensation. I think every person who was involved in the government of that city who stood against those people, whether they were cops, whether, whether they're uh, city council people or whoever they were, every one of them ought to be out of a job. Every one of them ought to be out of a job. But that's me. That's what I think. Now, on the front of <clears throat> politics, <laughs> oh boy, this one. And you guys, you remember when we did the show on uh, Donald Trump and um, his retweeting of a Wayne Allen Root's little tweet where Wayne Allen Root said he was like the king of Israel. He was like the second coming of God. Just as blasphemous as uh, Jim Caviezel's words uh, yesterday or the, on Monday when we played those, when he said Donald Trump was Moses and he was Jesus. Um, check this out. It, maybe some of you saw this. Maybe some of you didn't. Now, there's a longer presentation because it was a big gala that they were having here. And they were here. here you've got these Ashkenazis. That's what they are. Supporting Donald Trump. And Donald Trump happily taking it. And it is, they are presenting him, because you guys on the radio, you're not going to see this unless you jump over to SonsLibertyMedia.com or Rumble Channel or something like that, or unless you go online and find it. They're giving him the crown of Jerusalem. Yep. They're giving him the crown of Jerusalem. What would that make him if he has the crown? King of Jerusalem, right? Who's the king of Jerusalem? The real one. It's Jesus. It's not Donald Trump. Anybody seeing any deception here? See, this is where I ask some people who have a certain theological or eschatological view. I go, aren't you're supporting Donald Trump, but is it hasn't he been engaged in all these things that you say are supposed to come to pass? Middle East peace, the Abraham Accords. He's taken, he's happily retweeted that, that deal about take, you know, being the king of Israel, the second coming of God. Mm -hmm. Check this out. 
And I, okay, I've got this uh, this kind of muted here. Okay, give thanks to Hashem for His work is good, His kindness endures forever. Presented to President Donald J. Trump for his extraordinary heroic efforts. I like that very much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and just let me stop here a second. Look at this little, this fruity looking guy over here. He's always got his hands all over Donald. Like, you know, it, it's this picture like, remember when Moses, whenever he'd lift up his hands, uh, the children of Israel were winning and then he got tired and his hands fell down and um, uh, the, the enemy would prevail. And so the two guys got beside him and they held his hands up so that Israel would prevail. That's what this guy looks like he's kind of doing over here. The state of Israel and the Jewish people, he and his family should be blessed eternally from the Israel Heritage Foundation, July 10th, 2023. I want to thank you. Let me put it this way. If we don't win, Israel's in big trouble. Right. Right. If we don't win, Israel's in trouble. Okay, so so you see what's you see what's going on there. If we don't win, Israel's in trouble. That's why they gotta have foreign money coming in. Believe you me, Israel's putting money in Don, into Donald Trump. I have to ask you a question. Why is Donald Trump more concerned here about Israel? He's not the president of Israel. He's not even the president of the United States right now. Why is he more concerned about that? Well... Like I said, even the Jews who are not Jews, I'm talking about those today, they claim they're Jews, but they are not. They're the synagogue of Satan. These guys are doing exactly what the Jews did in the days of Jesus. We will have no king but Caesar. Yep, that's exactly what they're doing here. Just so you were made clear on that. Uh, let me play this video here, and then we're going to get into the, the main topic. But this is going to lead to it. Uh, this is a video I came across the other day. This is ask, asking, you know, are you ready to sue your doctor or your pharmacy? And I know, I know they, they've made little agreements with the, with the big pharma companies and everything else. But I'm telling you, it's not, in my mind, it's not even an issue of a lawsuit. We have enough documentation now. These guys knew when they put it out, it was going to kill people. I don't know how you can't say that's premeditated murder. Yeah, but they didn't target a specific... Well, let me ask you something. If you go out into the mall and you decide you're going to shoot up the mall and you don't target anybody, you just turn and just start spraying your bullets everywhere... And they indiscriminately find people and they're and they're they're hitting those people and killing them. You didn't know the person's name. You didn't even necessarily specifically target that person. You just randomly shot your bullets. Can you be called out for premeditated murder? I think you can. I think you can. 
I think this needs to go way beyond a lawsuit. Here's this video here. Check it out. This was put forward on January 11th, 2023. And let's look at this. This was to doctors, physicians, nurses. This is what they say. So imagine you're a doctor, you've been given this vaccine out and you get this. Dear medical professional, administering of COVID-19 vaccination is likely not an indemnified action. This is notice of your obligations, risks, uh, rights and potential risks. And it goes on to say, on uh, the 2nd uh, July 2021 and 28 August 2021, the former federal government announced a proposed medical indemnity scheme for health professionals administering the COVID-19 vaccines. Recent correspondence from government advisors outlines that such an indemnity scheme was never established per se. Unlike wow. the case with COVID, unlike the case with manufacturers of COVID-19 vaccines, there appears to be no government liability protection beyond the vaccine injury COVID-19 vaccine claims scheme. Now we're going to keep breaking this apart and then we'll talk about it. It's this important. Okay. So they, they start going at a couple other angles here. So this is all in one document. Government and AHPRA correspondents outline practitioners' obligations to obtain informed consent. So they're saying, hey, by the way, you need to, <laughs> you need to get informed consent, and this is what that looked like. Consent to be legally valid, it must be given voluntarily in the absence of undue pressure, coercion, or manipulation. It can only be given after the potential risks and benefits of the relevant vaccine, the risks of not having it, and any alternative options have been explained to the person not wow. a lot of that going on wow. but then it says then it says this hey remember remember that informed consent we told you you had to give people oh by the way you're also being threatened by your boards for misinformation so you better walk that tightrope it says the 9 march 2021 joint statement by ahpra and national boards threaten regulatory action quote for anti-vaccine messages and professional health practices and any promotion of anti-vaccination claims including on social media regardless Evidence from reputable sources demonstrates that COVID-19 provisionally approved vaccines have real known and unknown harms and immunocompromising effects. Doctors have a duty to warn patients of any material risk associated with the treatment as well as ensuring their decisions are being made without undue coercion. The only way we're going to see any progress is if you go to your doctor and ask them, hey, did you provide me with informed consent? And if you know they didn't ask, why didn't you provide me with informed consent? And then you say to them, hey, I think I may have to sue you for this. Record this conversation with your phone in your pocket and just see what they say. If it's a good saucy video, get it around the world and then go and sue your doctor. We need to get everybody on the same page. If we sue all doctors, it will be viral. It will be in the news and they have to come out and explain what's happening. They did not provide you with informed consent. If you were vaccinated, you're damaged and you're scared then you absolutely need to do this. This is your only course of action to get anything back from what happened to you. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Uh, this was from the uh, from the high wire, by the way. Uh, I'm going to look up another one here uh, because they were talking about it in the chat, and I do want to bring that to bear uh, this morning, and that is how many of you guys saw the, uh, the Pfizer plant? Uh, I think it was last week uh, was when I got it. And and how it was destroyed by uh, a tornado. How many how many of you guys saw that? Um, I had it right here on the front. I was going to bring it up, and then I thought, well, maybe not. But uh, it, it was being talked about in the chat, and uh, I'm going to drop it here in the chat because they're asking for the link. But this is um, this is a Pfizer plant. I believe it's up in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, and this is what it looked like after. It was in the news, 
but I bet it was just a blip. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't watch news. I, I just saw it in some of the headlines, um, and I, I bet they didn't give much attention to it. But, but this is the plant up in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, the Pfizer plant up there. Check this out. And this thing is just completely falling in on itself. Uh, they've got a lot of um, tractor trailers that are tipped over and ripped apart. I'm amazed that some of the well, maybe some of the, maybe some of the cars that are here are there for, um, you know, helping out or something like that. I don't know if people were there on the inside. I didn't get all the details there. Uh, but we have some friends up in North Carolina. But it is, uh, it's, it's pretty devastating. And, um, yeah, you, you kind of wonder, God watching you people over there? Uh, you know, is, is this, <laughs> I know they call it an act of God, but uh, do the people really believe that? Mm, doesn't seem like they're, they're stopping what they're doing. Well, you heard that from uh, from the high wire there earlier before that that little clip there. You you've got to where you're going to have to go after these guys for failing to give informed consent. It's going to be a long road. They're going to throw every obstacle they can in your way. But if you're a person listening to me and you've been injured, maybe you've lost somebody in your family as a result of these shots. I'd say even the tests, the tests have known carcinogens in them. They're not to be used for what they were pushing them on. I'd go to the people who were, who were putting those things in and I'd start bringing some lawsuits. I'd really start bringing some lawsuits. The guy's right. You start doing it enough and then all of a sudden it's a big story. Why? All these doctors are going to have to... <laughs> They're going, to be, they're going to have to start answering for themselves. Now, I'm sure they're going to, the insurance companies are going to want to try to settle as quietly and as quickly as they want, as they can. Why? They don't want it getting out either because it's going to bankrupt them. It's going to bankrupt the insurance companies. But see, I, this is the way I say it. They brought it on themselves. The insurance companies have been in bed with the, the governments for a long, long time. They're the ones who have been involved in writing all these uh, silly regulations about what you do in your car, what you have to do in a building. Why? It's to protect them. It isn't to protect you necessarily. That's an added benefit because if they protect you, well, then they're protecting their, their own investment, but it's mainly to protect them. I've seen it firsthand. I really have. Here is... Um, <clears throat> I like to call him Terrorist Teddy. And this was back in uh, March of this year. And I want you to listen to what he what he's talking about here. And then we're going to get into this, this particular lawsuit that's come out. And we're going to look at, okay, is this a part of what the Bible talks about when it talks about we, we've got to maintain justice? Again, you hear it from this show probably more than anybody else. How in the world do we have all this stuff? We have all these politicians pointing the finger, treason here, treason there. He broke the law here. This guy lied to Congress, all this stuff. And yet not a one, well, wait a minute. Let me change that. 
Rand Paul did send a referral over for Fauci for investigation. Now he knows it's not going anywhere because this the 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 same criminal administration that usurped the office protected Fauci. The same people in that in that administration protected him for decades. They're just like Donald Trump did. Donald Trump didn't bring anything against uh, Anthony Fauci. But here's terrorist Teddy. I want you to listen to what he has to say here. IPU President Duarte Pacheco, IPU Secretary General, my brother Martin Chungong, Excellencies, dear colleagues and friends. As members of parliament, you're uniquely positioned to transform political commitments to UHC into reality. It therefore gives me great pleasure to launch the new UHC Handbook, a joint project of the IPU and WHO, which can help to guide you along the path towards universal health coverage in accordance with the landmark 2019 IPU resolution. We will lead you into light. The handbook and the accompanying briefs provide guidance on leveraging your roles in lawmaking, finance, taxation, and accountability to advise UHC. Making money. I encourage you to draw on the expertise of WHO and IPU and engage at the higher level meetings on UHC at the UN General Assembly this September. To provide the support you need on the journey towards UHC, it's critical that WHO has the sustainable financing we need to do long-term programming in countries. Oh, long-term programming. Top quality norms and standards and respond to emergencies. They don't respond Last to year, your governments agreed to a stepwise increase of access contributions to WHO. The people never authorized you to support it. the first phase of this increase when it comes before the World Health Assembly this May. Thank you all once again for your commitment to UHC and a healthier, safer, fairer future for your countries. For the elites. I thank you. All right. So there's Terrace Teddy. And <clears throat> if you don't know, he's not a medical doctor. And when he was put in charge of things in his home country, guess what he did? He bankrupted it. The guy you were just listening to, who sounds like he ought to be the counterpart of Dr. Evil, right? He, that's what he did. He's not even a medical doctor. And he, we're seeing kind of there's a division even among the medical doctors where some of them are starting to have their eyes open now and say, wait a minute, there's just... What in the world are, are they pushing on us? And you can bet this little handbook that he was pushing then, gearing up to take a big power grab, as well as a big pile of cash, or maybe in this case, CBDCs, in order to fund their tyranny. Now, I said it before, and I'll say it again. Anybody who asks for your vote in this country, who will not push full force to get us out of the World Health Organization and the United Nations should not be trusted. That's just one thing. 
I, I think you ought to be looking at their character. And if they have character, they're going to be telling you that anyway. You won't have to ask them. We shouldn't be giving these people a dime. Now, let's move to this lawsuit because this is, um, I, you know, I was kind of shocked when I saw it. Uh, but nevertheless, the lawsuit is coming from a guy by the name of Julian Gillespie. And um, he's got LLB and B Juris on the end of his name. Uh, forgive me, I'm not really up to speed on some of those things. Uh, he designed and is leading this action along with instructor, instructing solicitor Katie Ashby Coppins or Coppins. And here's what they had to say. I'm just going. I'm going to read to you the um, the press release that they put out over what they're doing and why they're doing. It. I want you to pay real close attention to why they're doing it, okay? Because they're going to tell you things that you've heard on this show for what was it, the end of 2020, just before the end of 2020, before they pushed out the shots. We were telling you some of these things. Check this out. To paraphrase a line about the devil, the greatest trick Pfizer and Moderna ever pulled was to convince the world their products don't enter the nucleus and alter chromosomal DNA forever. Now, if you recall, we played the that top scientist guy, I forget his name, from Moderna, and he talked about the fact that they could hack your DNA. He even gave an example of them hacking somebody uh, their their DNA who had cancer. Remember that? And the fact checker said, well, he didn't say that. He didn't say they could do that. And he might go play the video for themselves. They can hear what he's saying. Of course they were. But here they are. Changing the chromosomal DNA forever. Back to the press release. With a heavy heart, I can now share with you the new legal proceedings we launched on July the 6th, naming Pfizer and Moderna as the defendants, our planet's new IG Farbins, that's exactly what they are. Producing a more subtle Zyklon B, said with respect to those affected by the latter, a more detailed overview is further down the page. The attached letters of demand we sent to Pfizer, Moderna, the Office of Gene Technology Regulator, and the TGA contain an abundance of references referring to the long-established science surrounding the real dangers. These transfection products, oh, I like that, transfection, <clears throat> were always known to pose to humanity. In a nutshell, the LNP Moderna, uh, or excuse me, LNP mod RNA complexes produces by Pfizer and Moderna satisfy Australian legal definitions for being properly deemed genetically modified organisms or GMOs. Hmm. Almost identical legal definitions are found in many other countries, including the EU. There are over four decades of science acknowledging how easily synthetic and natural RNA can integrate with genomic or genomic DNA. The subsequent discovery by Kevin McKern McKernan of grossly excessive synthetic DNA contamination in the vials of both companies only makes a very bad situation much worse, as that uh, mod DNA 
also satisfies the same legal definitions for being yet another form of GMO. While, pro while possessing superior traits for effectively undergoing genomic integration and DNA dysregulation. Now, if you're not following what's going on here, and there was, look, there was a, <clears throat> um, a case at the Supreme Court, I think it was in 2013, I had that pulled up somewhere, and um, where they were determining certain things about GMOs. And some people asked the question, well, if this alters our DNA, do then we not become the property of whoever the owns the patent for that genetically altering whatever it is that got in your body? Or if they if they do the thing like Moderna was doing or alleged that they did with the cancer patient, since they go in and whatever they do, slice out the part of the DNA that is providing the cancer, which that's not what it is. That's not what cancer is anyway. That's what we've been led to believe. We believe, oh, it's genetic. and no, no, it's not. If you've listened to our health shows on Saturday with Kate, what you're coming away with is this is, it's a result of toxins. Largely processed foods that's bringing on cancers. But now these shots are bringing on cancers. Okay. So let's go back to the press release here. He says, in Australia, it is a serious crime, or excuse me, a serious criminal offense to deal with GMOs without a GMO license, first being granted by the Office of Gene Technology Regulator. Neither Pfizer nor Moderna knocked on the door of the OGTR or our OGTR failed to pull them up before they went knocking on the door of the TGA for provisional approval. This constituted a gross and heinous failure of Australia's gene technology regulator, assisted by the Secretary of Health, not pausing to ask whether these drugs were not always meant to be first regulated by the OGTR prior to being possibly cleared to proceed to apply for provisional approval with the TGA. Now, <clears throat> that's in Australia. If you guys remember, it's been a couple of years ago, we had Dr. Sherry Tenpenny on, and she one of the things she mentioned was the whole rollout. And I want to remind you, just in case you're still one of those Trump worshipers out there, it was Donald Trump who rushed out those shots in Operation Warp Speed to this day. As far as I know, the last I heard from him, he actually went on television, had the audacity to say these things haven't killed anybody. That's what he said. Continues to pimp him to his crowds who come out to, to worship him. Now, you're not supporting him. You're worshiping him at this point. He's the guy who rolled it out. And Dr. Tenpenny said, look, this is in violation of emergency use authorization. Why? Because there were other remedies that were working and they didn't need it. There were other remedies that were working. And instead of upholding those remedies that were working, what did they do? They started outlawing them. They started making it hard for people to get a hold of. Back to the press release. <clears throat> this utter failure by GMO regulators occurred about the globe with the C-19 drugs were hustled to the front of approval 
where now, thanks to their transparent uh, failures, we can thank them for ensuring the human genome has been irreparably poisoned. Welcome to humanity's new transgenic era. And this is what they write under that. In the coming week, we will be seeking urgent hearing dates for getting the federal court to understand and acknowledge the evidence and requesting injunctions against Pfizer and Moderna, preventing them from any further dealings with their products in this country. That would be phenomenal. That would be world news right there, which will effectively stop any further shots being administered. If we can achieve that, we can then start asking the real questions of what Brendan Murphy and his army of highly paid PhDs knew when Pfizer and Moderna first came and knocking. Oh, they, they, they probably knew. They probably totally knew. While also asking what Australia's gene technology regulator Raj Bula was doing when these drug manufacturers turned up seeking approvals where there has been two decades of established science showing these transfection products being perfectly suited for targeting and altering genomes. There is no room for pleas of ignorance. The actions of Murphy and Bula amount to an intentional dereliction of duty, rising to some form of criminal culpability. I'll guarantee you bribery is at the center of it. I'll guarantee you bribery is at the center of it. And I'll guarantee you it was a, I'll guarantee you there's some bribery that was at the center of it here in the States too. Don't think it wasn't. Don't think it wasn't. He says, and for the international readers here, may I suggest you get some of your local legal minds looking into this outrageous scandal. <clears throat> Excuse me. You'll find your GMO legislation was ignored as well. Together with Katie Ashby Coppins and Peter Pham, I extend our sincere thanks and gratitude to the several significant donors who have financed this matter to date. And thanks to Dr. Julian Fidge for agreeing to become the solitary applicant for the proceedings. Now, they lay out some more things in here. Uh, and this is uh, I'm just going to give you this as information. Uh, you can go and read it yourself. I'll have the link up for the um, the deal here, the, the article here. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, if you want to, if you want to go do it and then you want to take it maybe in your local area and you've got uh, an, a, a lawyer that can take a look at it and say, yep, that's exactly what's going on here. Let's see if we can get a class action together. Maybe we can get something like that. I don't know. He points out this. Now this is from, <clears throat> again, Australia. And I apologize. I got Something in my throat here, so hang on. All right. Australian federal court proceedings brought under the Gene Technology Act, 2000 case file number, and he lists that out. And he lays these things down here a little bit. And here's what they're saying, the case summary. An injunction is sought against Pfizer and Moderna on the basis that they have failed to apply for the necessary licenses to deal with genetically modified organisms in Australia. Persuant to the Gene Technology Act 2000, GT Act, it is alleged that Pfizer and Moderna's COVID-19 vaccines, both monovalent and bivalent products, I hope I said that correctly, C19 products, satisfy the Australian legal definitions for being deemed genetically modified organisms, persuant to and all the stuff that they've got there. And then it comes down and it says this, the relevant definitions are applied 
and the context of the C19 products containing LNP mod RNA complexes. Relevantly, the LNP mod RNA complexes fulfill the definition of organism, namely organism means any biological entity that is A, viable, B, capable of reproduction, or C, capable of transferring genetic material. First, the LMP mod RNA complexes fulfill being any biological entity. Secondly, the LMP mod RNA complexes do and are capable of transferring genetic material insofar that the LNP encapsulating the mod RNA. Remember, that was that was that whole thing of how it how it uh, psychs your system. So your system doesn't see what it really is. They think it your system thinks it's something that is harmless. Until it isn't. Um, it says that they're capable of transferring genetic material insofar as the, the LMP encapsulating the mod mRNA biodistributes throughout the human body and directly assists to transfer or transfect the mod RNA across cell membranes and into the cytoplasm of cells of all organ types and classes including the brain, the heart, the kidneys, the liver, the testes, the ovaries, and unborn children. All the stuff we told you about before. And others have warned about this too. This encapsulation, transport, and transfection using LNPs involves the the physical transferring of genetic material throughout the body of recipients. Having satisfied the above, it then follows to this. Genetically modified organism simply means an organism that has been modified by gene technology. Gene technology means any technique for the modification of genes or other genetic material. And so they lay this down. They bring AstraZeneca into the mix here as well. Um, You can see it's quite lengthy. A lot of uh, technical terms here. Maybe we have to get our... our, uh, uh, friend Suzanne Hammer to take a look at this. I was speaking with her yesterday. I probably should have tossed it to her and said, hey, what do you think about some of this stuff here? But it's a lot of technical stuff. If you if you wish to read it, if you want to bring it out, and then maybe you can read these letters that they've sent. They've sent letters to uh, Pfizer, to Moderna, uh, to the federal courts. Uh, they've sent it to the TGA there, the OGTR, and um, and you'll see it. And then you can read the documents yourself. I've got them up there. You don't even have to have to go anywhere. You can, you know, just scan through each of these letters that they've sent. Maybe you've got uh, a law, an actually trustworthy with a track record kind of lawyer who can take a look at this and get into it. And maybe we might have something very similar to that going on here in the States. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take. If we can, you know, if the lawyers have been bought off too, which I know many of them have. You know, their allegiance isn't to the Constitution in many cases. But maybe God may still have some out there who might actually be for bringing the law to bear and getting some kind of justice. Again, lawsuits are one thing. Um, I look at lawsuits as if, you know, you've lost some kind of material gain so that you can recoup that. And maybe that happens through an injury or something like that. 
So maybe it has its, I believe it has its place. But I think the people are going to have to demand that justice be brought on these people. And frankly, I think we need to shut down their companies. Not break them up, shut them down. They've already indicated that they will use their companies, Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson. You pick, See, we didn't shut down Bayer after what they did with the Nazis. We left them in place. I don't get that to save my life. I would have thought any veteran coming back from World War II who would have saw Bayer still in uh, action after they were outed for what they were doing would have took up arms against and, and went and, and burned it to the ground. That's what I would have thought. Isn't that the greatest generation? Isn't that what we were told? I would have thought they would have done something like that. But they didn't. And we're going to have to bring justice. We can't sit here and play you know, political grandstanding like we're seeing up on Capitol Hill now with some of these Republicans. They've been sitting on this stuff for years. And all they can give us is they keep showing us more Hunter Biden stuff. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's a part of the evidence. Yes. But when are you going to do something about it? Besides having hearings. When we saw what happened with uh, Rand Paul and uh, what took place over there with um, his office when he gave that referral, you know, just happened to catch on fire. Oh, it must be a gas leak. Must be you know electrical problem. It's, these things are there's nothing to see here. Well, how's God feel about that? Well, the Lord's throne is surrounded by justice. That's who he is. That's his character. That's why he's called the judge. That's why it's referred to as judgment day. It's the day when the judge judges. Isaiah 42, listen to this. Behold my servant. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know what I <clears throat> have in my throat right now, but. Behold my servant. <clears throat> whom I uphold, mine elect, in whom my soul delighteth. I have put my spirit upon him. He shall bring forth a judgment to the Gentiles. Hmm. Judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. I mean, he shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth and the isles shall wait for his law. Hmm. Verse 5. Thus saith God the Lord, he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and spirit to them that walk therein. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness, and will hold thine hand, and will keep thee, and give thee for a covenant to the people, for a light to the Gentiles, to open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners from the prison, and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give another neither my praise to graven images. Mm. So we got on the one hand, 
On the one hand, we've got the Lord talking about how he's going to send his servant, the Christ, and he's going to bring forth a judgment to the Gentiles, but he's also going to bring light. Okay? And then it says that he won't, a, a bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. In other words, look, if you are of a broken and contrite spirit before the Lord, the Lord's not looking to do you in. That's part of his mercy towards you. Is that what we're seeing from Albert Borla uh, of Pfizer and the, and the people from Moderna and all their pimps in Congress and the Mockingbird media and all that? Do we see a bruised reed? Do we see the smoking flags? Do we see any of that from them? No, we see haughty and proud. We know what we're doing and we know what's best for you. So you better do what we tell you to do. That's what we see. They act as though Jesus is not sitting on the throne. They act as though Jesus doesn't have all authority in heaven and on earth. They act as though Jesus has not given us his law, which is people are to be pushing and enforcing. They're to be pushing the crown rights of King Jesus. There is no other king. I don't care if Israel wants to crown Trump king. Let him get out of here then. Go be king of Israel if that's what you want to do. But we have one king, and it's Jesus. That's it. And he's the one whom God has set upon his holy hill of Zion, Psalm chapter 2, and he laughs at these people. He scoffs at them. What, what are you people doing? But they do it anyway. Jeremiah chapter 22. God tells the prophet, Thus says the Lord, Go down to the house of King Judah and speak there this word, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, O King of Judah, that sitteth upon the throne of David, thou and thy servants and thy people that enter in by these gates. Thus says the Lord, Execute ye judgment and righteousness, and deliver the spoiled out of the hand of the oppressor, and do no wrong, do no violence to the stranger, the fatherless, nor the widow, neither shed innocent blood in this place. For if ye do this thing indeed, then shall there enter in by the gates of this house kings sitting upon the throne of David, riding in chariots and on horses, he and his servants and his people. But if you will not hear these words, I swear my, myself, saith the Lord, that this house shall become a desolation. What did he tell them? Execute justice, or execute judgment and righteousness. In other words, live holy and execute a holy judgment. Bring the evildoers to justice. And you'll deliver the hand out, uh, excuse me, you'll deliver the spoiled out of the land, out of the hand of the oppressor. Don't do any wrong. Don't do violence to the stranger. That's the foreigner who's in your midst. 
nor to the fatherless, that's the orphans. We talked about that with Sam on Friday. Nor the widow, neither shed innocent blood in this place. And that can go right back to what we played yesterday with Margaret Sanger. I had a, I had a lady or a man, I, no, it was a woman, pop in in the comment section yesterday and try to justify Margaret Sanger. Yeah. Now, frankly, I was a little crude with her. I just told her, I said, well, you need to keep your legs closed. She somehow thinks that women having children is somehow oppressive. I, I don't know how that works, but whatever. Apparently, somebody did not love this woman, whoever she was, uh, and, and she thinks like that. But God's not mocked about how she thinks. She needs to be corrected, and she needs to repent. Uh, Amos chapter 5, this one is, uh, well, let me, let me hit this one first. This is Jesus' words to the Pharisees leading up to the Olivet Discourse uh, from in Matthew 23 here. He says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have omitted the weightier matters of the law. You know, you're digging out your seeds over there for your tithe. You're bundling up your, your stuff all nice and neat. And you want it to look pretty, and then you're going to bring that in. But you've omitted the weightier things or the weightier matters of the law. Judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done, that's tithing mint, anise, and cumin, but not leaving the other undone. Ye blind guides, which strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. That's where that comes from, if you weren't familiar. Straining at a gnat, that comes from Scripture. You, you, you get on your table and you're picking out all your seeds and your stuff, little things, so tedious about it, but you won't demand justice against your fellow criminals, because that's what they were. You won't demand justice. You won't stand up for the fatherless. You won't stand up for the orphan, or excuse me, the, the widows. You won't, I mean, he even confronted them about their own parents. You say, it's, it's set aside for God. I can't give it to mom and dad. It's set aside for God. And then he reiterated what the death penalty was for dishonoring your mother and father. Mm -hmm. For those who think that, that he got rid of the death penalty, he didn't. He says, you're straining at gnats, you're swallowing at camels. I'm going to tell you, sometimes that's what I think I see going on on Capitol Hill. Among the quote-unquote good guys with the red jersey on, you know, like they're doing something. They strained at all these gnats, but they leave judgment. They leave it off. They're just happy to say, see, I told you, I'm in the know. It's like what I was talking about the other day when we were doing the Sound of Freedom stuff. You, you got people who are happy to know the information. They feel like they've done something because they know something somebody else doesn't. And we have occasionally people who pop in the chat who are like that too. They want to tell you all that they know but they have no solution, none at all. They leave you hopeless. There are some people like that. Now, there are others who aren't. They show you the problem, 
and they bring a they bring a solution. Praise God for those people who do that. Those that's the difference I'm talking about between. I don't want people to understand when I say doom and gloom. That's the the issue that I have is those who just say, "Oh, it's just all this bad stuff, bad stuff, bad stuff, bad stuff." Oh, but Jesus is coming, and that and that's that's their that's their solution. Their solution is not to stand in the gap. Their solution is not to be a part of the uh, uh, a standard that God raises up. It's just to talk about how bad stuff is. That's not helpful. Amos chapter five. I'm going to try to just get this in. I was going to read the entire chapter, but I'm going to I'm going to just put these in here. Amos chapter 5, verse 4. For thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, and ye shall live. But seek not Bethel, nor enter into Gilgal, and pass not to Beersheba. For Gilgal shall surely go into captivity, and Bethel shall come to naught. Seek the Lord, and ye shall live, lest he break out like fire in the house of Joseph, and devour it, and there be none to quench it in Bethel. Ye who turn judgment to wormwood and leave off righteousness in the earth. Seek him that maketh the seven stars and Orion and turneth the shadow of death into the morning and maketh the dark of the day dark with night that calleth for the waters of the sea and poureth them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is his name that strengtheneth the spoiled against the strong so that the spoiled shall come against the fortress they hate him that rebuketh in the gate, and they abhor them. They abhor him that speaketh uprightly. For as much, therefore, as your treading is upon the poor, and ye take from him burdens of wheat, ye have built houses of hewn stone, but ye shall not dwell in them. Ye have planted pleasant vineyards, but ye shall not drink wine of them. See, he's warning them of what's happening. If they don't bring justice, if they don't live in righteousness. Isn't that what we've been doing the entire time on Sons of Liberty and Bradley for many years long before I was here with it? Isn't that what he's done? Pointed to the law, pointed to justice, pointed to righteousness, and experienced the blessings of that? That's exactly what he's done. That's exactly what I've done. When are we going to learn that? When are we going to learn that lesson right there and quit trusting in princes and chariots and all these people who are promising all these good things, but they never deliver? More power to these guys down there in Australia who are bringing this lawsuit. As things progress, we'll bring you more on that. But I think some people are going to have to take a look at some of this stuff. Maybe here in the States, maybe we can get them on this same GMO laws as well. Catch Bradley at 3. See you in the morning at 6, Lord willing. Adios.